It's time for two blokes talking tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. For the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 364. Feels like just minutes since we were here before, Steve. <laughs> yeah, it does feel like that, Trevor. Good to see you back here in the great, Tech Guide Theatre too. Good I'm to just, be back. Just flown into town. My, Good on uh, you, mate. My, my family's still in the US, but I'll pop back and see them. Good soon. on you. No, let's not beat around the bush. I'm um, recording this minutes after we recorded the last one because <laughs> we want to we want to keep people entertained over the time while I'm away with my family. And thank you for doing this, Stephen. And thank you for um, entertaining us, folks. If you're uh, if you're enjoying the shows, let us know because we could do more of this rubbish. Absolutely. Well, a lot of people think that a lot of the stuff we talk about is rubbish. Yeah, a lot of the questions, well, we, we said to people, what do you want us to talk about? Uh, and they said, yeah, uh, just the same there. rubbish. Just, just, <laughs> just do the same rubbish. I think, uh, I think to be, I think our, our, our listeners do love it when we go off on a bit of a tangent sometimes, Trip. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I, I think we, get, we they, get... They get to know our personalities a little we, bit. We normally get pretty good feedback when we yeah. do random stuff so yeah. hopefully we get we got, hope, look I hope we got good feedback from last week otherwise yeah. this is going well, to go down like a well you know we try to entertain we try to be funny we try to be fat, you know try to give you an inside look into the sort of the tech world our experiences with it we we normally see stuff well before anyone else so and we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear and Unigen we'll tell you about them shortly but a question from Pato now I think it was a bit vague. Pado. 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 A bit vague, but uh, I think we know where you're going with it. In, in full, it if, he wanted to know yeah. if full home audio is relevant anymore or is soundbar multicast taking over? Okay. Now, I, so how do you my, take that to mean? What do you take that to mean? My assumption is he's talking about when you used to wire your home. See, Bowen's yeah. house. Uh, we bought, he bought a house. He's got like Bose speakers too. all through the home, yeah. you know. I can't imagine. I've got them downstairs. Wiring my home with speakers anymore. I've got them downstairs and out on our deck. Right. And I can connect them. They're all connected back here to the receiver. So I could be playing the radio, for example, in a, in zone two, which is outside. Yeah. And be while I'm still watching a movie in here. Yeah. So I could listen to the radio. I could even put on a CD and play it outside if I want to. But now with our. Our no. speakers, HomePods and the Google so speakers. I, I look it's at the transition. I look at the transition from that kind of ceiling based, you know, we're going going all in on the yeah, Bose or whatever that's it is. That's old now. To we then we then Sonos, you know, more than five years, but certainly in the last five years ago, Sonos was this, you know, desirable multi room. You can have yeah. a couple of speakers here they were and a couple years of speakers ahead of the there. They were years ahead. Without question, that's that's a really big deal. Yeah. Sonos nailed this concept. Yeah. But the question is today. If and I guess it's a twofold question because one is if money's no object and the other one is what's the average person doing? Because yeah. I don't think if money's no object, I would still recommend a Sonos system. I think they're great. Absolutely. I think the integration they're having with yep. Apple and other things is good. Um, if you do if you configure it correctly, you know you got play bars for your TV, you got subwoofers, you got yep. the whole kit and caboodle. It's all good if you've got the money to spend. But in reality, you can go to JB Hi-Fi and buy a Bluetooth speaker and take that with you to any room in the backyard. Yeah. Secondly, uh, a lot of Bluetooth speakers can be linked together to form a, a stereo pair and things like that, or party party yeah. mode. And thirdly, you've got this new range of mid-tier Wi-Fi speakers, which can be put in multiple rooms, 
and create the Sonos style experience. Well, you, you think about what we people were going for. I remember when I built this house, we, that was what we, want, we wanted to go for. We wanted to have be able to play music in the in the living area, yep. music on the deck, and Bluetooth speakers were weren't even Didn't thought exist. of at the time. Yeah. And, and sound bars, no one had a sound bar. Sonos was what Sonos. It was mm. well before that. Now with you're the situation, no. Well, this house we built this house like 14 years ago. Is the, the house this, we rebuilt? We same. knocked our old house down. Old, yep. It's old, yeah. The house is old. I'm not too old, but yeah, what were you 20 but, when you uh, built the house? No, <laughs> no, I wasn't, Trev. You were 36, 37. 37, I think I was. <laughs> anyway, we um, now now I think the the definition of audio has changed, or, or multi room audio has yeah. changed, because. I think what happened in the in the interim was, you know, iTunes was out. You could buy, you know, digital music was, you know, we weren't locked into a CD player. We could have Bluetooth speakers. We could carry that speaker with us. It was waterproof. Mm. We could we could have our Sonos system, multi-room speakers, without having to snake cables through the ceiling and buy these expensive in-ceiling speakers. So now we suddenly had this portability and this 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 ability to put these speakers in multi rooms, mm. control them with one app. Now, who wants to play? Unless you're having a party every week, who wants to play the same song in every room? Who wants to do that? It's a rarity. You want oh. to play the same song in every room. You could do yeah. that with Sonos. You could do that with those old systems. But who needs to do that? Now? Yeah, I don't think we fill our houses with audio. So I think about <clears throat> how we use audio at home. And now I'm lucky enough. I've got a couple of HomePods, um, and that those are the things that are in our home. Yeah. Um, Me too. Apart from the soundbar in the, in the in the lounge room, it's the only sound system we have in yeah. the home. <clears throat> and here's how I use it: I'm I'm the kids are on the, in the backyard doing something, or they're in the playroom playing, and I'm I, I got to clean up the kitchen. I got to you know got to got to make some headway on this bloody mess that these kids have made and we've made. So <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hey Chess, asking Siri, can you play me my favourites mix? Play Farnham. It's Farnham Mate, latest I've been massive into the Beatles again I listen to Yeah, Beatles are great I listen to Paul McCartney He's been doing a big publicity He's got a new album out He's been doing a big publicity tour But he did Mark Maron's WTF podcast Ah. Wasn't Mark Maron's best podcast But Paul McCartney was chilled Relaxed And just told some great stories Really good stories And it made me think about Wings And and McCartney And Uh and I'm a massive fan So I've just been playing the, The Apple Beatles Essentials, this is very good. Yeah. Like it's a very good playlist. And awesome. mate, just having that in the background, you know, loud when I want it and really soft when Amanda's home because she hates the problem is Amanda doesn't really like music in the house. Really? Yeah, it's just it's just it's yeah. it's, uh, it's too much. Turn it down. Okay. So but it's good I'm, to have Joe's music. The opposite. Joe loves music. And so we, so that's just in the in the in the kitchen dining room. Okay. But you know, I know that if I walk into the lounge room to grab some stuff off the floor, it's I can still hear it. Yep. So I don't know why I would need that in the lounge room as well. Yeah, true. I think that's my challenge is I think these multi room things are a great concept, but it's the same with Siri and HomePod. I know that you can have one in every room and you can tell it to play this there and da, 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 yeah. but it's actually just as easy to be in the room and just say, Can you play this now? You don't need to instruct it and do all Absolutely that stuff. Right. I think a lot of them are overthinking it is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, well my kids, my three kids, they've all got their own little speaker, not little speaker, they've all got one of them's got a, a the uh, UE Boom, Mega Boom, mm-hmm. and, and they've got all the good Bluetooth speakers. Where'd they get them from? Um, their dad gave them to them. Yep. And, uh, but they, they just, that's their speaker for their room. If they want to go sit by the pool, they take the speaker with them. If they yeah. want to go sit out in the sun with the dogs, they, they go with them. And that's, that's, their, that's their multi-room yeah. audio. They, they, they bring the, mul- the multi-room audio, they bring the speaker with them. And yeah, so I'm not, I'm not sure what the market is, Pado, I'll be honest, for... Full home, you've you've got a I don't know you've got to have gotten to a point in life where your yeah. family your empty nesters again and maybe 
you you redesign yeah. your 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 audio setup for a, a, a couple who just love music mm. or whatever. But, but he mentioned didn't he mention soundbars? Yeah. So like, that, that's what? another that's another phase I think for soundbars where that I know Joe uses it. We've got the LG the SJ ten now. We've got the new one, and that is we we it's connected to our TV. But when the TV is off, Joe loves to connect, and, and my kids love to connect their Bluetooth, their phones to that soundbar yeah. when they're down here, and that's their music player now. Yeah. I think that's really important. So you're getting multi-use out of the same product. Like if there's a TV, I think we've got a soundbar upstairs. Well, they do the same thing upstairs. Yep. So that soundbar is now sort of taking the place of that yeah, multi-room so I've got, audio. I use it in my office. So I've got the J- yeah. LG soundbar, um, which I use in the office for music. Mm-hmm. Uh, my problem is... My family's not really keen to do all the pairing and, and dicking around with stuff. Yeah. They, they just want to work. But your kids are younger though, aren't they? Yeah. But this, like, my kids have got their own my, phones. My They're kids would prefer to just listen to music through an iPod, literally. Not, okay. Like, no. Like, that. I just don't think my kids can yet appreciate the good value of sound. Yeah. And Amanda, as I said, just doesn't really play music. So the soundbar in the in the Does she listen room, to music though? Does she, like, does she have headphones on sometimes or? No. Not no. a music fan? No. What about in the car? Press the radio on. Yeah. Talk back? Yep. Right. Listen yep. to Trev? No, mate. I'm not on the radio. Um, no, she, she's she's because she works in politics. She's just listening to talk back radio. Okay, it's boring. Um, so the soundbar really only gets used when we're watching TV. Yep. So our, our house is very different, but I think that's an underused portion of soundbars. Absolutely, is that, is that mobile audio, and they sound great. Oh, you, yeah. you hear the music out of them; they sound really good. So that I think what what what's his name? Um, Pato. Pato was referring to the soundbar. Mm. Then that like if you were to, if you were to think about buying, say you had a room with a TV in it, and you wanted to buy either a Sonos standalone speaker or a soundbar, I'd get the soundbar because it could take it could be a speaker when it's not a soundbar. Yeah. So that's that's definitely. But then okay, so even for the bedroom that would work. Even in even in a money's no object kind of setup. I got to say, as an Apple family, you know, we've, we've all got iPhoney things. Yep. Um, we use Apple Music. I probably would tend towards the HomePod. I do think it's, yeah. a, it's a, and, and you know what? HomePod's They've done an good. update recently too. If I don't know if you've noticed, mm-hmm. yeah. but you know when you're playing music and it's loud, and you and you ask Siri uh, a question, the the music ducks down, listens, and then yeah. ducks back up. Doesn't yeah. do that anymore. The music uh. keeps going. Right. It's very, it's much better. So oh, wow. you used to lose the music for twenty okay. seconds. It's yeah. much better now. Um, I would probably opt for a HomePod in a couple of rooms if I could afford it. Absolutely. Rather than, rather than anything else I can think of. I'm the same, but to be clear, Google the HomePod, okay. HomePod strength is, yes, it's great audio quality, but the strength of it is Apple Music. Yes. Like Apple Music is phenomenal and the voice commands of Apple, of the, through the HomePod is based on Apple Music. You yeah. can, I think you can airplay stuff to the HomePod still, Yep, but... That's the that's the seat that's the secret weapon. But Google Max, obviously, you can do Spotify, all these other services. You can Bluetooth to that as well. But I think if for voice control, like you mentioned before, mm. and depending on what music service you're married to, that would should determine the speaker. So if you're an Apple Music fan, get a HomePod. HomePods, you go to. If you're a speaker. Spotify person, Spotify, Google you, Max, you could, you could go. You go several choices. Because yeah, all several the Alexa choices. stuff will play, Alexis, play Spotify absolutely, as well. Yes. Which which brings in the UE stuff as well. The UE, yeah, Mega Blast, and they're Alexa compatible yeah, Alexa, too now. Yeah, Alexa yeah, compatible. Right. So, so I'll be honest, I I don't I think multi room audio is amazing, but I don't think it's a massive thing. I think that no. you can 
absolutely get by with a small investment. Mm. The only the only thing you need to remember is your first investment will dictate your future investments. Yeah, you sort of lock yourself into an ecosystem Correct. every day. Yeah, yeah. Speakers are more of an ecosystem than anything else we've got. Yeah, because um, Google is very smart with having Google enabled links, uh, you know, style mm. Google Assistant speakers, but. If you want to bring an Amazon in, you, you, that's out. So you need to pick one of your three, Apple, Google, or Amazon. Yeah. That's what I'd be doing if I'm thinking audio now in the home. Absolutely right. And, and it's funny, like, like I don't know how much music your kids listen to. but my, Anything my, I listen to. My kids, yeah, my kids are, yeah, obviously, they're a bit older. They, they've, they've got their own not music gang tastes. Of youths. Yeah, not gang of youths. But um, my kids have various tastes, and they listen mainly to the music through earphones. Right. So when they're listening, whether they're on the bus, they're out, whatever they're doing, their appreciation of good audio quality is through a pair of pretty cheap earphones. Yeah. I don't think I don't think kids even my daughter, she's twenty three, I don't think kids her age and her generation fully appreciate really good audio quality. Do you know their what? idea of good audio is listening to something on their earphones. That's what I was gonna say. And it's funny because the other night I I was in my Beatles phase. I was going through this thing, and I, I looked up, and I've got a screen in my in my office where I kind of have normally Google Analytics and stuff open. I've I've, I've got this set of Grado headphones. They're only hundred fifty buck headphones, but yep. they're handmade in Brooklyn. I've been to the factory; it's beautiful. And I remember that they were amazing when I listened to them. So I pulled them down, and I plugged them in through the Lightning adapter into my phone, and mate, I reckon I sat for thirty five minutes just listening to the music because yeah. they are that good. Yeah. And I think you're right. People don't actually know good audio quality. And a lot of that's because budget. People yeah. people buy $30, $40. People lose their earpods from their iPhone yeah. and they replace them with they, they $20 speakers, yeah, no, no. $20 headphones. If you jump out of your comfort zone and buy a $150 set of JBL Reflect yeah. or something like that, or right? good noise-canceling earphones. Um, earphones. Let alone yeah. going to, to noise-canceling yeah. levels. You do start to appreciate the difference in, in sound. But I'm also talking about I remember back in the day, you went literally at home. We have a turntable and floor speakers, and yeah. that sound like you. That we were talking, you know, we've talked about audio files, and they have rooms like this where they've got listening rooms. They have their turntable, like the turntable would be worth ten thousand dollars. The speakers would be worth thirty thousand dollars. Mm. True audio files, you yeah. know, a lot of money, and the sound quality is remarkable. It, you hear every little nuance of the music. You miss that with with. with just listening through your phone or yeah. uh, a music player. It's it's the the generation who are the earphone generation just can't appreciate that. It's a lovely time to be alive, isn't it, Stephen, <laughs> with all these great audio So products. many choices, so many um, choices. But it'd be interesting in your views at home, folks. Ziggy Zaggy, the hashtag, at Trevor Long, at Stephen Fennick. If you've got a view on uh, on how you listen to audio, what is the uh, primary choice of, of audio solutions for you in your home or for uh, people that you know, uh, give Pat A your feedback. He, he gave it to us. Two Blokes Talking Tech brought to you by Uniden, and they've uh, got a great range of wire-free cameras. They've got the Guardian AppCam Solo Plus. These are new devices. And security, very important around the home, or around the office, around your holiday home. Really important to be able to keep an eye on your place. And with these new cameras, you can do just that. They've got full HD 1080p video, so you can watch things really clearly. They've also allow you to save that video that it captures on the local SD card, or you can back it up in the cloud, or both. It's up to you. They've also got quick swap rechargeable batteries, so you're not having to shell out continually buying specially just shaped batteries for the device. 
They're also weatherproof, uh, so they can put them outside in the in the elements. It can handle it easily. Two-way talk as well. This is really handy. A favourite feature of mine where you'll be, be able to talk to whoever's at your front door, whether it's a courier or your children have come home from school or someone you, who you just don't want to be there. You can talk to them, tell them to get the hell out of there. It allows you to re- remotely view the cameras as well through the Uniden app. Uh, and it's also got great notifications, and especially for motion. We've seen a lot of false notifications coming through where things are moving in the background and you get a notification. Uh, it, it does can be a bit of a nuisance, but with Uniden's Thermosense technology, it combines heat and movement to give you the true motion detection so you're not getting those nuisance notifications. The Guardian AppCam Solos, you can get them in single, double, triple packs. Well worth taking a look at. You can check them out at uniden.com.au. Stephen, um, it's a request from uh, Bill Weaver, who's one of our most loyal and uh, also um, critical listeners. Um, he's, he's an audio. Uh, he's an audio he's, man. He's, he's an audio he works in radio. Hundred percent. He does. Yeah, he tells us when our, our podcasts are sounding shithouse. I listen to him on <laughs> WSFM. Um, sadly, yeah. I've I've looked into it. Um, I don't control. I control how it's recorded, but I don't control how it's distributed. How it's I think yes. that was my response. I said uh, yes. The good probably, people at yeah. Wushka have a have a format, and we yeah. will talk to them about it. But yeah. in the end, yeah. you're the only one that's ever complained. Um, but no, <laughs> thanks, love Bill. you, Bill. Thanks, thanks Bill. Um, but Bill, I think enjoys our uh, entertainment talk. And I yeah. look, I'm going to put it out there, folks. I've said yeah. this to Stephen directly. <laughs> I, I'm not suggesting you get out of technology. I'm just saying that you should be running an entertainment website. Yeah, I've uh, I, I have entertained a thought. Have, no, uh, don't entertain I'll, the thought, mate. Just do it. Yeah, well, I think my three big strengths, mate, are technology, sport, and movies. So movies and, and I'm a, a, just a say entertainment aficionado. You've subscribed to a bloody Hollywood entertainment magazine, you idiot. I am, yeah, I do. Yeah, I mean, entertainment Weekly. Yeah. You're mad. Anyway, so a couple of things that we often talk about, but we thought we could spend a little bit of time on, mm-hmm. uh, West Wing and Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. Two shared passions, though. You have to remember going into this conversation, folks, Trevor has a bad memory. I've just got like I, I have moments, but Stephen could probably recite whole scripts yeah, and episodes. Can, but yeah. um, let's talk Seinfeld because God, I love that show. It is. It I've, is a I've got the box show. set. It I've is. got the coffee table book. I've got yeah. the. You got the coffee table. Is there a coffee table? Yeah, there's book? a box set that came with the coffee table. Oh, book. oh that's yeah, a, that's yeah. a collector's item. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Um, I don't have. A, I think I've got individual seasons. I haven't got the actual box set. Right. I've got them a season at a time. But, but they're then, now all on stand. Well, yeah, you know, I wouldn't have pulled out the yeah. DVDs in, in five years or more yeah. because they are all on stand. And that's, why, again, one of those shows. My kids know the characters. They, they don't seem... Yeah. They've got to turn off some of the episodes because they get a bit bit risque, but yeah. very smartly risque. You're still master of your domain. Exactly. Um, but... <laughs> But mate, that's I the genius that of the show, though. That's the genius of it, where they can be talking about something. Mate, they talked about and everything from um, essentially homosexuality. Yeah. To not that there's anything wrong with it. To uh, to racial stuff. Yeah. Like they did yeah. everything. Yeah. And and you watch it now, and you and go, I'd, using I'd, your body as an amusement park. I'm not sure they could get away with it today. In, in it's not, just not, clever writing. Not the through regulations, just through. You know, yeah. the world that we've we live in today, unfortunately, everyone's yeah. a bit bloody precious. We're easy to offend nowadays, aren't we, Trev? Just grow up, folks. Yeah. It's good I'm offended. Stuff. I'm offended seems to be the go-to phrase for people. It, if you had to pick a number one episode, Steve. Yeah. Can oh, you? It's got to be. Yeah, absolutely, mate. It's got to be the contest. You think it's the contest? got to be. It won an Emmy. It won, won all the awards. It's, it's, I think, regarded as the best episode of... Best sitcom episode of all time in many other many polls people have taken, and it's I don't just know. got it's just got everything. I don't know. It's mate. got everything in it where 
There's all these little... Th- that's, what, that's what fascinates me about Seinfeld is they managed to weave in three different storylines into a 23-minute show that just winds together... Mulver. ...perfectly. Or, you know, the, the best... I reckon the best storylines merging into one was... The marine biologist. I was just going to say, mate, if Where I'm having my pick, it's the Kramer, was angry that day, my Kramer friend. Is like on. an old man returning soup to a deli. <laughs> Kramer's on the beach, hitting balls into the ocean. Because he bought JFK's golf clubs, wasn't it? No, no, that was another episode. That was in, that but was, they're, that was they're the golf clubs, episode. though. No, no, they're he not. He takes they're those not. out. No, they're his own. They're his own ones. That's a later one. Okay. They're his own clubs. He's on the beach. He goes, remember he, at the start of the episode, he goes, who wants to go to to the beach and knock golf balls into the ocean. Who, he goes, who wants to have fun? He goes, you're not just saying that. And George says, I'm just saying that. <laughs> and he knocks him in. The, he goes on his own and he goes, we find a dune, tee it up and watch it go sailing. But then he into comes back and he throws him on the ground. And, and he goes, this is rubbish. He goes, this is, you can have this. And, and so, sand, sand everywhere. everywhere. And then George, remember at the start of the episode when Jerry goes to get the cash out of the ATM, remember? Yeah. And he says, he goes in, he goes, pin, processing, processing. And the girl next to him, they start they at the same time. He goes, I won. And then she goes, Jerry? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, it's me. I went to school with you. How's George? And George, he, she, she, George Jerry tells George, he goes, she asked She goes, are you serious? She asked me? I used to love her. I had a crush on her at school. What did you, what did you tell her? What did you tell her? I, I told her I was a marine biologist. <laughs> I guess, what did you what tell her? I was an architect. I always wanted to be an architect. You know I always wanted to be an architect. Oh, man. But then the weaving of that together, <laughs> where I'm sure everyone's seen it, the whale's in trouble. The reason it's in trouble because if one of Kramer's golf balls plugged up its blowhole, and is that a titleist? Yes, is that a titleist? Is <laughs> <laughs> a hole in one, eh? And and that was just pure. And you watch the outtake genius. of that because there's a bit in that in that scene where where Kramer <laughs> like takes a sip from an ice from a from a milkshake. Oh. And you watch there's the quite outtakes. a long pause. There's a long pause because yes. people are laughing. Yes, and, yeah. and they, the outtakes are brilliant. They talk about how it's yeah. you know, how how that was. Just... It was filmed in front of a live audience, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know what? My fa- my favorite thing about Seinfeld is the story arcs because what one episode to to you might be great about one arc, yeah. but for others it's something like it's which something else. My, one of my favorite scenes is is Jerry and the the rental car. Yes, you know, it's, it's, it's <laughs> you, like you, you can know, take the rental, but you got to hold the rental. Hold the rental you know? That's a funny. That's episode. what you do. That's a funny episode. You know, that's the one it, where jo- that's called the other side. Where I think with George, remember he, the guy goes away and he has to move the parked cars to the other side of the road. It's just and the rental he and he smashes up the rental like car. How many? And that's the one with Woody Allen. These pretzels are making me thirsty. These that's in that are episode. Making me thirsty. Like you, you know what fascinates me too, with the one episode where I'm thinking, wow, that's that episode. That's that episode. Correct. The puffy shirt. Yes, the puffy shirt. Puffy shirt is the hand. We're just the hand model, um, and I think Elaine wants to do the clothing drive. Um, Kramer's dating this designer with the puffy shirt. He goes, I don't, a low to, I don't want to be a puffy. She's a low talker. She's a low talker. It's the low talker yes, episode. Yes, but see, it's, it's, then there's the the member the mannequin. <laughs> yeah, the Elaine like mannequin. Elaine. Yeah, and the guy <laughs> that guy reappears in a few episodes. The guy who. Yes, uh, you know, the creepy guy. The, yeah, the creepy guy who liked TV Guide as well. Maybe yeah. he was that guy. Yeah. Um, but the contest for me, I think, was new guy was, on the subway. It, it was. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you asked me my favorite. The contest because they're all. It's it's so blatantly obvious what it's about, but they never say the word. They present you a caved? reality. Yeah, like the, about he goes. Jerry says he goes. You he 
guys, you could go through this whole summer. He goes, me, for us, we guess we're mean, it's part of our lifestyle, you know, like. Talking about stuff like that, and also how there's the woman across the street in the, being nude. He's dating a virgin. Something's got to give. Something's got to give. <laughs> and he's watching children's but shows see, on I TV. Always, I always go first to the marine biologist, but then I end up back at, at episodes like Festivus, which yeah. which is which is also the human fund. There's so many yeah. things in that because because the great thing about the show is also yeah. they sit down and Mr. Kruger. Yeah, that's a, they're the later that's like season six yeah, and seven sits, eh? sits down and, yeah. he, and he turns to Kramer and he goes oh Dr. Van Rostrum because he was there from the, from the member from the, the skin cancer episode where he has to photoshop yes, him out that's right. and they photoshop and it's just a cartoon yeah. he's, drawn, he's, gone, he's gone well what did you want me to do I cut yeah. a bloke out of the picture oh man but you know what the golden <laughs> for me the golden season was season five that right. was when the contest the virgin uh, remember the remember the episode where they had Marley Matlin who was the deaf line judge at the yeah. US Open right that was that the the story arc. They went to the whole tennis, yeah. Yeah, but the story arc of the whole thing was about not hearing stuff, right? So, George had a girlfriend who they broke up. She she's she's the one who said, "It's not you, it's me." He goes, "What? You're using the you're not you, it's me routine." He goes, "I invented that routine." And then she goes, "Okay, it's you." So they went to a party, remember? And she says, "Look, I want to I want her to come and read read her lips." She's going out with some other guy. And then remember, remember when he asked him when they're at the table, like she's Marley Matlin's sitting opposite them at the at the cafe, and then George is rubbing his face so that she can't see his mouth. He goes, "Oh no, Gwen, I wanted to read her lips for me." He goes, "George, she's not a you don't hire her out for parties <laughs> and weddings." And then they turned to her and she goes, "Yeah, I'll do it." Because she, she heard him, she understood him the whole time, and the whole thing just goes awry. And Kramer thinks he knows how to sign. <laughs> and remember, they get in the the limo with the driver, and and um, Elaine doesn't want to the chit chat with the driver, and she says, um, "Sorry, I'm, I'm I can't hear you." What she pretended to be deaf, and the driver in the following scene had been to a rock concert that Elaine felt bad, gave him the tickets for the rock concert, and he goes, "Sorry, I can't hear." He was right near the speakers. It was so the whole deafness, not hearing yeah. theme was so brilliantly used for that 23-minute episode. What about genius? Yeah, I think, um, and I don't know what, what else happens in the episode, but uh, you will. Um, when George's dad's selling computers, they're like gateway computers. Remember the yes, boxes? Yes, yes. Well, it's, were, but... um, who's the guy? The guy who used to work for the mayor's office? Dink, um, yeah, the, 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 what's the, his name, that guy? The, the tall, skinny dude. Oh, I can't remember. And he was also in another episode he, where... He, he was having issues in life. Yeah, they said, um, oh, no, he's not crazy. He's, he's not crazy. Yeah. Uh, what but, was that guy's name? Do you remember the character's name? I don't know. Uh-huh. But, but George's dad gives him a job, and he's just ringing up sales. Ring, ring. And it turns out they're all BS. <laughs> <laughs> Serenity now! Serenity now, yeah. Isn't it funny how you sort of remember the later episodes, whereas I'm sort of more the the classic sort of season three, season four, season five, yeah. um, the earlier episodes. Um like how many? Like all, all the like when Kramer came up with the ocean, um, the ocean, scent. the ocean scent, yeah. and the, that's mine. The woman, because then, the woman, no, because because the same. Calvin episode, Klein was involved. Is it the same episode where someone actually does come up with the scent? Or is no, it, it's, it's a later, later episode. It's later. When, goes, when when no, the woman, the model Jerry's that Jerry's dating, dating yeah, and, and, and Kramer ocean, goes, "That's mine." What's that smell? And he's yeah. just like, what is that? And and, and he goes, let's go there right now. Brilliant bit. It's yeah. it's a brilliant. And that's when I think when he first says, "Giddy up." When he oh, says, right. when she says, oh no, that's that's Ocean by Calvin Klein. And remember who Kramer's smelling her. And then he goes, he goes let's go. He goes, Calvin, he goes, we're going there right now. And then Jerry rings up. He goes, is Calvin there? He goes, yeah, whatever. And then he goes, let's go. And then he goes, giddy up. Giddy that up. was the first time I think that I heard, heard him say giddy up. It was that, that episode. Yeah, one of the first times. It's funny how, um, so, so, and this is a very, very um, individual thing, but 
you know, I worked with Hadley for ten years, and he, like, he would text. He's a Seinfeld me. fan. Yeah, massive. Like, <laughs> you've got no idea. He would text me at the stupidest hours and just go, um, uh, you know, the marine biologist is on now. And yeah. in the in the last few years, I'm like, you know, it's all on stand. Yeah. But he's still just watching it on. But Fox it's tech. on. Well, you can, if you watch it's always Fox, on. You know? It's on Seven Prime. I think one of them. Yeah. Like well, you can flick and always come across an episode. There's always. It's yeah. like it's it, it's. I mean, how many shows are there that are that? I guess endearing that um, they have that long a life syndication. Let's not go into the, the well, money. You but remember, they they were finished. The last episode was in 1998, so we're nearly tw- we're 20 years. Oh, here's past. how I remember because it was in, I was in Sydney before I left for Perth, so I've had a whole life since then, <laughs> oh, several lives. Um, so you know this is yeah. this is going so it's now 20 years. And do you remember the finale? I, I can remember when they were still fresh episodes. You're watching one a week. Yeah, and. The finale, there was such a massive build-up for the finale. Yeah. And it, I think it was Big such a massive, massive um, build-up, but then it was people felt it was a bit of a letdown. Yeah, but see, I still like the episode. Oh, I like too. And, and it sort of brought all the characters back. And it was a year after Diana died, remember? Right. And that's how, that's why the storyline came from... It was a good Samaritan <clears throat> um, law that, that mm. this state passed, where if you see something, a crime happening, and you don't do anything, yep. you could be guilty. Yep. And that's that was the whole premise of the episode. And then the court case was then bringing the lawyer back. He said, I didn't tell you the settlement. Who told you the settlement? I didn't tell you. That was crazy. He said, that's, that's ridiculous. That's ludicrous. You know, that, that lawyer, they yeah. brought him back. The best Terry one. Hatcher. Remember, he goes, they're the real and they're spectacular. And, Remember the, the boob girl? Babu. Babu goes, the, you're a very nice man. No, very nice. <laughs> just that's a good episode where he suggests him to the restaurants. Yeah. And he goes, he, and then <laughs> at the end of the day, remember when, he, when he's, 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 um, his, his um, forms for him to renew his visa got lost got yeah. lost because Elaine because Elaine I clearly told her to bring them to me but she didn't do it and then she goes so we uh, your papers are not being processed remember then he gets the bars he goes I kill you you're a very bad man he goes but don't worry the wheels are in motion the wheels are in motion so I don't know why this has just pumped out at me but do you remember the George IQ test Yes, he's jumping when out the window, <laughs> taking it back to Elaine, and then Elaine spills. Oh, that was that episode. Same that was that episode that's why, that's why where Babu they had this pass yes. the sauce all over because it. She's at the cafe. Yes. Yeah, and then and then George goes, she gets it back. He goes, what's this? And then George, the woman comes in. He goes, okay, George, time's up. And then she walks in. And he goes, and she goes, how you doing? He shakes her hand. It's like trying to put <laughs> off the fact of the test. Yeah. And he goes, um, well, yes. What's all this food? He goes. I had a sandwich. He goes, when did you get a sandwich? He goes, I had it in my pocket. <laughs> oh, now, does he admit that he, he went out? I think window, he, yeah. he went out. I just went to get a sandwich. <laughs> it's funny. But George, uh, I liked it when George favorite started character? working at Yankee Stadium. Remember when oh, he started working? Oh, yeah, because Steinbrenner. And, but that was the Larry thing. David. One of my another favorite episode was, it's called The Opposite, where George decides, he goes, look, yeah. I've come here all this way. Every decision I make is wrong. I'm just going to do the opposite. And everything works out. He meets George yep. Steinbrenner and tells yep. him, normally he'd say how much he's a fan. He goes, you, he goes, Who the, what the hell do you think you're doing with this team? You did this, you did that. And then the guy goes, hire this man. And that's how he got a job with the Yankees. And he he wore the velvet, remember the velvet yeah. tracksuit? He goes, I'm remember George, where, I'm unemployed, I live trying, with my mother. Remember when he's trying to get sacked and he's wearing the, the fake nude bodysuit and he's run, he's got the he's got the, the champ, world championship trophy running behind his car and he's just yeah. turning it through the car park? <laughs> But even but even the, the bomb the, threat, 
The the seasons with uh, Jay Peterman, remember Peterman? Yeah, Peterman. They were good with Elaine, but no, under the desk. I love that episode where, and that was the episode where Jerry was getting his kitchen remodeled, mm. and the the carpenter couldn't make a decision. He goes, yeah. "Do you want the swinging hinges? Do you want this screw? Do you want that?" He goes, "I don't know, just do it." <laughs> and then George uh, comes in. He goes, oh, "I would love to be able to take a nap during the day." He goes, "He goes, I got a guy who's doing my kitchen, and he goes and does the desk for him." Remember? He goes, "Do you want? Do you want a drawer? Do you want this?" And he goes. Uh, just do it. <laughs> just make a decision, and uh, he, that was that same episode with yeah. the with the guy, the carpenter. Wow, yeah. I don't know. Favorite character was I'm oh, st- I'm torn between K- George and K- Kramer. The K-Man, mm. yeah, the K-Man's funny. The K-Man. What I like about the K-Man is that, um, and based on a real like his real uh, his real neighbor who was called Kenny Kramer yeah. was the real um, Larry David's real neighbor yeah. who was always coming up with these schemes and never seemed to work and. Which is crazy. Kramer, Kramer doesn't work. Which reminds me, you know, no, no. He remember he he's employed at the bagel shop yeah. because because they went off strike. strike. And he goes, <laughs> "I'm going back to work." And he, and Jerry's like, w- 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 "You've got a job?" And he goes, oh, "I've been on strike. We're on strike for twenty years." <laughs> and he goes, "I didn't want to tell you because I was ashamed." Yeah, that's funny. And the, and the, I think it was the guy who worked at Pendant Publishing, hmm. Elaine's boss. I can't remember his name now. He was the one who went into business. And stole her idea of the muffin tops. Yeah. Remember the stumps? You throw away the stumps. Yeah. All the yeah. homeless people ate the stumps, the, and you only keep the tops. Mr. Pitt. That was another one. Mr. Molar Springs. That was funny too. When 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 Jerry would ring up and say, "Hey, Mr. Pitt, can I use Elaine there?" It's like he's a teenager ringing and ringing up a, a, a dad to talk to the girl. You know, he goes, "Sorry, Jerry, I'm not allowed to go." Mr. Pitt has the Hitler moustache painted oh, on that's from funny. Ink. Mole and Springs. He goes, "And our stocks will go high," and he does like the Hitler salute. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's just just classic, and and Elaine with her, uh, she's seeing if anyone's sponge worthy. You know where mm. she had the, her certain type of uh, contraceptive sponges. I'll, I'll, give an, I'll give another another important line: sex to save the friendship. <laughs> yeah. Remember George? Yes. Yeah, and he Jer- goes, Jerry, yes. Jerry and Elaine. Oh, yeah, because yeah, he pulls out his shirt. Yeah, he goes, okay, then. have sex to save the friendship, and he, and he, he can, I can see him still right now, just pull the shirt out of his. <laughs> and walk into the bedroom. But do you remember? Was that the episode where he had performance issues? Where yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no, that's it. That was when, at the start of that episode, was when, um, where they were talking about faking orgasms. Yes. And oh, that's right. And he finds he goes, out that... And then uh, and he, Jerry goes, he goes as, if, as if he couldn't detect it. And then Elaine goes, well, you, you did couldn't. It. And he, go, and he goes, well, he goes, what about the screaming in the morning? He says, fake, 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 fake. fake. And, and that really, Jerry was thinking, give me another shot. Remember that was, I think, was that that episode? No, that was another episode. But he says, just give me a shot. Mm. And, then, and then I remember him laying in bed going, looking down, looking down, going, <laughs> upset. George eating. Yeah, during, during the during, act. Yeah, during. <laughs> what about that? I tell you, I've got to tell you, this other funny, very funny scene where George is always thinking about ways to split up with his girlfriends, right? Mm. And he gives he he's Jerry at the time had met a girl who had her own place and he he liked the was it the roommate. He he goes the roommate switch. He goes, Are you kidding me? You can never do the roommate switch. Right? And he was saying, how can we do this? They were thinking remember they had a scene, this little montage of their there's singing and trying to plot the whole thing. And remember the, I think the the solution they came up with was suggesting the menage a trois. Remember that? <laughs> and he goes, he goes, I'm not a lotion kind of guy. I'm not an orangey guy. Because the best part of that is when he comes back to Jerry and he goes, he, he's she's into it. She likes it. She's into it. 
I'm just going to, this may or may not work, right? So just bear with me because uh, this is probably one of the best bits of audio from from the great show. Um, uh, oh, no, it's going to play the whole bloody thing. Oh, here we go. This is it. Where's the speaker? <laughs> and he's there. And he... <laughs> Because <laughs> he's gold. sitting there watching TV That's eating popcorn. Gold. He's screening. He's Believe screening. it or not, oh. George isn't at home. Please it leave my message. Me. Another great one. Another up there, I reckon, in my top five oh. episodes. The Bubble Boy. Oh, Moops. Moops. He goes, it's not Moops. It's Morris. It's wrong. It's Moops. The guy's voice is genius. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's meant the, to be a little kid. <laughs> but I remember when, the, the, what, what I find with Seinfeld, when you really listen to the script, the repetition of certain words is funny. Mm. Like they, they repeat something. He goes, yeah, you know, in this particular episode, they say, so he's a bubble boy? He lives in a bubble. Boy, you know that they, they yeah, he yeah. lives in a bubble. You know, he's in a bubble. And remember, the dad hears him at the cafe towards the cafe. He goes, "I'm oh, a big fan of yours. You can come down." And, and he goes, oh, "I don't know." And he goes, well, "I guess we're going down that way anyway. Let's go. We'll go visit him." Is it the same? It's not the same. It might be the same episode. But there's a couple of episodes where they go to the Hamptons, but <laughs> it's when George started dating Susan. Is it the one where he hasn't seen a naked and, and Kramer sees a no, sees no, a that, that, that's that's a different <laughs> that's episode. Classic. That's a different episode. <laughs> yeah, Jane. Beach. Her name's Jane. That's yeah. the shrinkage episode. Because yeah. then the she shrinkage. comes back and George's got shrinkage. Yeah, just... he goes. I was in the pool. I was in the pool. And then they call Elaine and he goes, Elaine, come here. He goes, do you, have you heard of shrink? Have you heard about shrinkage? He goes. She goes, it shrinks? And he goes, oh, <laughs> she doesn't know. But in, but in the Bubble Boy episode, do you remember they go to the, you know, George, Jerry's blowing up because George is going really quick. He goes, he's always about making good time. He doesn't bother. He's always about making, oh, he's, mm. he's in the car. He goes, well, making good time. And Susan's sort of nibbling his ear trying to kiss me. He goes, stop it. I'm making great time here. Don't stop me. And so they get there first. And then Jerry and Elaine stop off at the diner. Do you remember the diner? And she orders... He, he he orders her a broiled chicken, the whole broiled chicken or something, and then he says, "Oh, you're you're that guy on TV." And remember, he's not happy with the, the, the autograph, the, the autograph on the photo. Yeah, he goes, "No." And so he goes, then the guys burst in. He goes, "There's something happening to the Bubble Boy." And he goes, "What? He's here?" And they find they find George and Susan. But during the whole thing, when they are, they goes, "He likes to play Trivial Pursuit," and then he goes, "Hi, this is George." And then he goes, "Where's Seinfeld?" He goes, "This is George, Jerry's friend." He goes, "This is Susan." He goes, "He says." Why don't you take your top off? Then they play a trivial pursuit and he they argue about the moors. He goes, Oh, it's boops. He goes, Moors, boops. And then George's or Susan's bashing on the bubble because George Cause, he's got, yeah, him the the got him by the then throat. Then the bubble goes pssst, starts leaking. <laughs> and then something's happened to the bubble boy. But see, seriously, the the storyline <laughs> the storyline over many episodes around Susan. Because you've got, you've got she's, been, she's been NBC executive. Remember? You've got yeah. yeah, she was an NBC executive. You got you got Susan's dad. Yes, who, and who, they burned down the, the cabin. cabin. He's gay. The letters, <laughs> the, letters. the letters from Chiba. Oh, the Chiba letters. <laughs> that was remember they were up there getting the records, <laughs> and he goes, he goes, George, George and Jerry were there when Susan opens the letter. He goes, he goes. You, the, oh. the orgasm you gave me you gave me chills and blah 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 and then she's reading the letter and Jerry and, so, and George are looking at each other and thinking that's the time I think we better go <laughs> and then he, the dad comes out of the room and goes where did you get that he goes give it to me and he goes dad really he goes yes 
He goes, it was a love that you'd never understand. Remember when he went in the back of the bedroom? And then the next scene, George is reading a Cheever book. <laughs> he, goes, yeah. he, goes, he goes, have you read any of his books before? And George goes, yeah, I'm aware of his work. I'm aware of his work. <laughs> Um, because then they kill Susan with an envelope. Like, it's just oh. such... Like, how do and we you know kill what? her off? I can remember at the time, that was very, very controversial, how that was handled. Like, oh. it was... I can remember at the time, it was it was a story. When when Susan, the, the for those who haven't seen it, she's licking... George is a, a notorious tight married? ass. Yeah, George is a notorious tight ass. They go get the invitations. She says, the invitations are ordered from the front to the back, the back being the cheapest, the front being the most expensive. George goes right to the back, gets the cheapest ones he can find. The the glue on the envelope is apparently toxic. She's licked two hundred of them and dies. And at the time when when they find out about it, George goes, "Really? She's gone." And then they they, they react so coldly about it. They they think Jerry goes coffee, like his fiance's just died. Yeah, but and they they go to have coffee. The reaction to that from the the media and just the general public was how cold and insensitive it was. You Google this; it was it, yeah, it was yeah. happened happened. But the whole point is yeah. that they, they, he he didn't really want to get married. He and, didn't really he, want to be with got, her. He got a leap. He, he got yeah, out. He got out of it. He got but, out of it. But I, th- I can remember at the time there was controversy about how cold they were about a woman dying. The, the, I think it'd be the first character that died in an episode, and it was handled so so humorously and, and so coldly. It's a I know, I know, mate. But um, you, you Google it. There was drama about that. Yeah, <laughs> not by me, but other people who uh, had a problem with it. But... Oh, I'm going to watch just. So- I'm going to. We just have I'm to download it. a bunch of yeah, songs for the binge plane. It. But um, I-, I do like though. They do have the best off shows. If you do own the box, a couple set, of clip shows. There are cl- there's clip shows and and the finales were a the good look in the, back as well. In the box, in the DVDs, there's certainly a lot of outtakes as well. Yeah, there's some funny, good very stuff. Funny, but you know they had the close talker. They had the low talker. They had. Uh, the hands. high talker, man hands, two face. Remember the woman who in certain light. Yeah, that's that's um, that's the yeah. the the Festivus episode. Is it? That's the, Festivus um, back to it's the it's the bagel back to work episode. Festivus and, really? and two face. Wow. Yeah, because two face because in um, certain light. Remember Jerry because, Chimango, no, no, You know, know what fright. else is? It? It's the episode where Elaine gives a fake number to, and the number is oh, the, so the guy for the pen. Oh. And, the, and the the denim, the guy wearing denim. Uh, and, and she and 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 she's avoiding him, but then uh, she wants someone to call, so she goes down to the bookies. The bookies know who she is. Kramer brings the bookies to Festivus dinner, and and oh. and <laughs> and Elaine's there. And then the girl, the two face, walks in, sees Elaine, who's been fitzed because of the bagel store. So she's waiting in the bagel store uh-huh. for a phone call. She looks awful, and the girl with the two face walks in and looks goes, in- oh, "This must be the other, the ugly woman I I keep hearing about." Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that just that episode and that comes wasn't, together. That wasn't man hands either. Man hands was no, different. different. What about what about the episode where the girl was wearing the same outfit the whole time? Yeah, remember that? Yeah, that Every was cool. Day. The funny one too was when George kept leaving messages on that girl's phone. He goes, "What do you mean you're not getting back to me?" And they tried to switch the tapes, and they switched the tapes, and then she actually heard all the all the messages. Thought it was a joke. Remember that episode? I don't know. Yeah, remember when? I know. She, I remember the switch. He's terrified about. Yeah, remember he goes, "What's our code word? Tippy toe, tippy toe." <laughs> he goes, "I was just talking to you. That's really rude." You know, when, when they're coming out. Um, is it Wong or Wang? Remember the the Chinese uh, the Chinese, Chinese girl who's not Chinese? No, but that's another one. Uh, Donna Chang. Donna Chang. Chang. Donna, yeah. Chang. Donna Chang. Donna Chang. And he goes yes. to meet her, and she's not Chinese. You're not Chinese. <laughs> yeah. So the, George's mother. He goes, "I'm talking to your mother for an hour and a half." Yeah. We're getting across lines. Her, her mum. Her mum's been getting all this great uh, great advice from a Chinese lady called Donna Donna, Donna Chang. Chang, and then she meets she her. Meets her. And she goes, "You're not Chinese." <laughs> 
Chinese. Yeah, so everything's out the window. They break up again. Yeah, because because uh, Stella and, and uh, what's what's Frank. Yeah, are break, breaking Estelle, up. I know. Yeah. Estelle and Frank are breaking up, oh. and, and Estelle's been getting all this uh, this great feedback from. Uh, what about well speaking of Chinese? Remember the the episode, the Chinese restaurant, where the whole episode just in the restaurant, he's in the restaurant, waiting, waiting for a table. George is waiting for a phone call. Yes, trying to get to the public phone, and then and the someone call, call comes through, and and George goes, "Was there a call?" He goes, "Yes, call came through." I say, "Cartwright," and <laughs> no one, no one there. Cartwright, goes, Cartwright, who's cut? Who's Cartwright? And then he says to, he goes, this guy won't get off the phone. And, and he goes, we're living in a society here. And then he comes back to Jerry and says, hey, Jerry, let's see the guy over there. He goes, hey, if things go down, you got my back. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, yeah, I'm going to rumble in a Chinese restaurant. Isn't yeah. there a point in that episode where they send Elaine in for, as a bet to go and to eat, go eat, eat, a, eat an egg roll, eat, a spring roll? roll. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, for $50, I'd stick my head in their soup and blow. <laughs> George says... <laughs> So <laughs> that is a cool episode, and and one of the episodes that they end up pitching yep. when they have the real show because that that's what was fascinating to me was yes. that they it was a show about a show about and, that, and and it was about the show that they had already done, so it was sort of history repeating itself. And one of the episodes they pitched was goes, we could set a whole episode in a Chinese restaurant. How hungry are you? Waiting in a restaurant. And that was actually an episode. The first pitch is uh, guys, a car accident, and uh, and, and the becomes and the, his, becomes his butler. the judge. He's got no insurance. Judge, he's got no insurance. The judge says you have to be his butler, <laughs> and that's what they end up making. And that that in itself, uh, there was a young uh, Jeremy Piven, who's the guy. Have you ever watched Entourage? Ari. Ari Gold in Entourage was was George, the George character in that. Yeah. And um, the other incident that happened was when the Kramer character stole the raisins. Remember the raisins? He goes, where are yeah. the raisins gone? Gets the sack. And then, then, then you see a scene where the guy's rude in his lines. He's got his box of raisins that he pinched <laughs> eating the raisins. But um, that a was show. a short-lived episode. And that was when Elaine, <sighs> when, when um, what's his name, the boss of the network, the guy... And remember, they go up to his apartment, and and George gets caught looking at his daughter's cleavage. It's not looking at the sun. Goes, you know, you're gonna, you don't stare at it. You get a sense of it, and then look away. <laughs> that was that was what was the guy's the name of the boss of the network? Because Elaine, remember, she, he had a crush on Elaine. Oh, yep. And then Elaine tried to sort of help him out, and he ends up joining Greenpeace and all that. Poppy, Poppy, the lounge. the lounge, yeah. What about when he comes out of the toilet and doesn't the wash toilet, his hands? Doesn't wash his hands. And, then, and Jerry uh, won't eat the cake. Whoa, he won't yeah. eat cake? Yeah. Well, what about when when Jerry's, um, when the, the toothpaste, the toothbrush falls in the toilet and the yeah. girl comes the girl in and washes her teeth with she, it? She shuts the door. And yeah, she that, says, that was I've, the girl out of Sex in the City, Kristen goes, Davis. I've put something of yours in the toilet and I'm not telling you what. And he goes through and he, he basically throws everything out and then he finds <laughs> out it's the toilet brush. <laughs> Uh, gee, what about what are the guest stars that have been on? Like we've talked, we I think we spoke in the previous episode about Breaking Bad. Yeah. Brian Cranston, yes. was in. He was the dentist, remember? Yeah. In in um, Seinfeld for several episodes. Motley, yeah, he was in there as well. Terry Hatcher was the girl. Remember, yes. she was the 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 they're real and they're spectacular, and they're spectacular. Who else is there? Judge Judge Reinhold, the guy who was in one of all the Beverly Hills Cops movies. He was the close talker. Remember the when um, Jerry's mum and dad were in town, and they loosely based it on I don't Schindler's know who he List. Is, but he's definitely a, a regular actor in other things. But yeah, Bookman. his name's his name. No, no, no. Yes, Bookman. Oh, that was a the funny episode. episode. He goes, "You mean?" And Jerry and Kramer goes, "So you mean to tell me the book book copy's name Bookman?" <laughs> he goes, "Yep." That's that's when they're looking for a book that uh, the Tropic of Cancer. Tropic of Cancer that George hadn't returned from school. It's on top of the locker because he was getting bashed and wedged. Uh, and then the, then there's the flag when when he goes no, into no. the bookstore and he flags the flag, flag the yeah. book gets no, flagged because he takes it into the toilet. The, the Bookman episode, oh. the library episode. Remember the guy, the homeless person out the front, mm. turned out to be their old teacher. 
Oh, that's right. Remember, he goes, hey, Costanza. Can't stand ya. And then he gave him an atomic wedgie. <laughs> the, the wedgie, and he goes, he goes, his teeth, he goes, like the color of baked beans. Remember they were saying? He goes, they just go, no, 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 no. He goes, you got Mr. whatever his name was, Mr. what oh. is. And he goes, no, 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 with his orange colored teeth. You know, people but, have been um, watching Seinfeld for days after yeah. this. But you, you, how how long are you talk about like all the all the stuff that uh, I, I particularly like to the episodes with um, Hernandez, remember the baseball player? Yeah, and it was because what what Back I liked about and it to the left the it reconstruction was, it was leak, like the, JFK the reconstruction so, of the JFK yes, scene the the Zapruder <laughs> film. There was a version of it in the in the uh, Seinfeld world well, where well, they, he lines the grassy, them up. The, the the gravelly road. He lines up uh, Newman and and Kramer, and he gets in there. And that they was spat on. He goes, "That's one magic loogie." Remember, we was talking about the magic so bullet. So good. So, but good. they did the same thing. So that was around when JFK came out. They did the same thing when Schindler's List came out. That's right. He went to when, see when, it, and, and, he, and he was making, making out in Schindler's, out Schindler's List. List. Yeah. So I love how they sort of bring in. It, it, it does kind of date the show. It ages the show, but. It does. It's still funny. Yeah, it's still. Yeah. I could still watch an episode. I know exactly what it. I said. Oh, this is a good episode, and I'll sit, find myself watching it and laughing at but it see, still. I know I've got a bad memory, but the good thing is that <clears throat> I won't remember what what's coming in an episode until it happens, and then I lose my mind with laughter, knowing what's happening and and what's about to happen. Do you know what I mean? That's what I yeah. love about the show. Uh, that's true. Because there's always it's there's genius. never one story in it. Like the latest seasons, I think were still funny. But like I don't... Puerto Rican Day, you can leave that in here. I'm not. I couldn't give a rat's about it. It's not Which an episode. The Puerto Rican Day Parade. That was kind of one of the last ones. Yeah, yeah. it's not an episode. I you know care yeah, much I, for. I liked it because it sort of it put him. What I liked about the show was there were some episodes where it put him in a situation, yeah. like the Chinese restaurant. Yeah. There was another one, the parking garage. Remember they couldn't yes. find the car. So that good. was another one, the Puerto Rican Day. They were sort of trying to get out of there and Elaine wanted to go back to her wanted to be home for her Sunday she night wind down Jerry to watch 60 minutes no, that was in the parking That's garage about, yeah. but um, the latest seasons were funny but I, I think mate it hit its peak in my mind anyway I'd love to hear your thoughts in season 5 6 there was just one after the other the Virgin, the contest. No, all I don't these disagree. Hundred percent, genius. There's some solid yeah. episodes in the later seasons, but it it absolutely peaked in the middle. Yeah, definitely. no doubt. It was still funny at the end, like you know the Kenny Rogers roaster and the the um, the Puerto Rican day Merv getting the Griffin shower. Merv Griffin set. set. <laughs> Hey, George. <laughs> and, and Elaine comes and she goes, what, "Where are the cameras? What are you talking about?" <laughs> Uh, what about when Bette Midler was on it? Remember Bette Midler? <laughs> and Kramer was just the biggest fan, you know, the, the biggest fanboy. Yep. And he was trying to get her a the playing baseball. Yeah. They're playing game of Against, softball. And the girl that was the in their team, the understudy who was Jerry always was crying. Remember she dropped her sausage, her hot dog? Yeah, and he goes, oh, he's crying. He's crying. And George would say, come on. He goes, okay, that's all right. You know, <laughs> She's just crying at the drop of a hat. And then they thought it was, they thought it was a plot for the understudy because she's dating Jerry. Yeah. They thought it was a plot. Because George, Bench George pushed her. Out. That's yeah. Right. And then Kramer, <laughs> Kramer picks her up by the head and <laughs> trying to cradle her and he's like manhandle her, trying to look after her. <laughs> and oh, he's in the man. hospital. He looks after her in the hospital. Mate, yeah. I'm, I, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm exhausted <laughs> you know just thinking about it. So many more you can talk about. Or even, even just looking at the guest stars, all the guest stars that were on there that, that were actors that you'd seen in other shows. We've mm. mentioned a couple already, but... So many came through there. I'm not sure we'll um, we'll fill as much time, but when we're going to definitely going to record another filler episode yeah. for when you're away about yeah. the West Wing. The West Wing. We'll, okay. do, that we'll do that next we'll time. That oh, West Wing, mate! I could talk for four hours. I the love the show, but I yeah. couldn't chronologically tell you what happened. Well, but I I'll love put this every out bit there. Of it. I'll put this out there, and we'll talk about this on the next the, that episode. That the I reckon the best 
TV episode I've ever watched mm. of any kind mm. was an episode of The West Wing. Which one? It was the season two finale called Two Cathedrals. Getting more info? Uh, where uh, they find out where, where the president... Uh, Bartlett tells the world that he's got MS. Oh, right, yes. And that he has to decide whether he's going to run for a second term. Yep. And he goes, the whole scene is a flashback to him as a kid and, and how he met Mrs. Landingham. Because Mrs. Yeah. Landingham had been killed in a car accident yes. that week before, the week before, the episode before, and two cathedrals. The reason it's called two cathedrals because there's a cathedral a scene in the when he was a kid and then the scene at the, the funeral in, in the yeah. modern times where he talks to in Latin to God and sort of says, what have I done to deserve this? And has to make a decision about whether he's going to run for a second term. All of that to come. Or awesome episode. On a future episode of Two Blokes Talking Tech. We do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear. If you're looking for home Wi-Fi, check out Orbi. Uh, you don't have to buy the uh, the top range Orbi. If you've got a smaller home, but you do have some Wi-Fi dead spots, check out the, the entry-level Orbi, RBK20s, 30s. Um, they're great products. They create a mesh network over your entire home. And Orbi Voice is coming very soon. Uh, you add a satellite to your Orbi system, and it has Amazon Alexa built in with a Harman Kardon speaker. And it also acts as an additional satellite for your Orbi Wi-Fi network. It's, it's a fantastic stuff, and you can find it all at netgear.com.au. Stephen, the last thing quickly on this show, uh, which was also a request from a listener, yep. <clears throat> which I'll find once I reopen my email, um, was about the the audio gear that we use. Uh, yes. Now we we should talk about this uh, in a, in a slightly broad sense because you, we obviously do a bit of podcasting. Uh, you've got your own uh, individual show. I do EFTM with the boys. Uh, plus we do this one. We've done this differently over over a while. Uh, this was from Gaz uh, Gary Love yep. Gaz in Canberra. Gaz. Thank you, Gaz. I Shout forgot. out Sorry, to mate. Gaz. <clears throat> we we I mean go back three four years. We were doing this via Skype. Four years. Try seven years. I know, but when when we stopped doing Skype, yeah, was, there were, I that, think it's, this is the third year we've yeah. been together. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, I'd be on Skype at home. You'd be, and this was when I had a day job and stuff like that. So there's yeah, other yeah. reasons, but. Um, I'd record it always at my end, so I'd get, you know, you'd probably hear me at really good quality and Stephen at Skype quality. So now, ever since we've done it in, in the flesh, we've done we've done it two ways. Um, the first way is uh, I've got an iPhone with a Shure microphone. It is an, um, yep. you can buy it at Apple stores. It's about 300 bucks, not cheap, but it is a very, very good microphone, amazing audio quality. I use it for voiceover recording and things like that as well. Um, and that would be me holding the mic and pointing it at Stephen and I. And so you, one of the one of the things I'd notice listening to it is you would notice when I would laugh off mic or Stephen would talk off mic, you'd kind of not not know because the mic wasn't pointing at him. Yeah. Um, so that was the good and the bad of that was it was portable, easy, real. I mean, mm. so easy to carry around. Fast and loose, that was. And I've gone ridiculously hard since and bought a, a Zoom um, H6, which yep. has got four inputs. You can have up to six um, and records to an SD card, and, and we've got Rode Podcaster microphones. So these are big, heavy microphones, which would normally be on a, on a mic stand. But Stephen's a big, strong man; he can he can carry it in his hand because they're quite heavy. But these are Rode Podcasters, single XLR cables into a H6 Zoom recorder. Probably the best Zoom recorder you can get that's portable. Um, but you can also have just a microphone on top of that Zoom recorder for uh, the, the style of recording that I was talking about earlier, where you kind yeah. of just point the mic at each other. Um, and then at my at my office, I've got um, a, a mixer. Um, I think it's called a Mackie. A Mackie mixer. It's quite a high tech thing. It's got an iPad as a controller, and then um, um, three short microphones. So we've kind of got my studio set up, and we've yeah. got this this portable setup. And then Stephen, you've got a my, Zoom I've for got your a, Tech Guide podcast. I've got a uh, no, my Tech Guide podcast. I record in my office, which is sort of little studio set up in there. I've got a Sennheiser mic. 
I've got a Yamaha mixer, and all that connects all through to my iMac. I use my iPad as well as my soundboard, and that's all recorded through Audacity, just yep. the free free app. So Stephen uses program. Audacity to record. I use Audition yep. to uh, to either record live or I'll take this SD card from this recording today, and I'll take it back and I'll top and tail it with the with this with the intro and the outro stings. Um, which is pretty easy. I mean, look for for if you were to get into podcasting, I would recommend you invest in the gear. And invest I think in a decent mic. Well, how about these? These sure. These are sure. These are Rode. Rode. Uh, these are Rode. They're Rode, good, Rode. good quality and, and affordable. Rode Procasters. They're a couple of hundred bucks. About yeah. two fifty bucks. Uh, buy it. a cable. Buy the entry level Zoom with an XLR input, and you'll get beautiful quality audio. Uh, and you can use Audacity. Audacity is free. If you've got a computer to run it through, perfect. Just for top and yeah. tailing and yeah. doing basic edits. But my mix is a USB mixer, so it connects to the computer. If you go on the next level, I, I would uh, get an Adobe subscription and use Adobe Audition. It's a it's a pretty darn good audio. Mm. Editing software, but uh, Gaz, that is how we uh, how we That's podcast. How we roll. I, now, I now carry these bloody microphones around with me around the world <laughs> because we've we've created something, so I don't want to go back to using the the yeah. iPhone basically. <laughs> and we made the decision. Where how long has it been? I think was it was it twenty fifteen? We said we're gonna or twenty sixteen? I think it might we have said, been sixteen. Yeah, we said right. We're gonna every show we do, we're gonna think, be together. I think I left SBS in March of twenty sixteen. Yeah. So I think it was around that time because there were occasions when. Early on, we'd be at the same event. We'd we'd, do, we'd record in person. Yeah, and people noticed that it sounded and better. We we tended to not only sound better, but the shows tended to be better too because we, yeah. were, we were together. And um, so we took that on board and thought, yeah, well, we're from now on, uh, we're going to do it together. And we've I don't think there has been a show we've done apart. Have no, we we we've preferred and and over to you the listener, but we've preferred to skip a show than yeah. try and do then some try remote it on thing. Skype. Yeah, it was yeah, tough. Yeah. tough. It's just it's just better and easier and. Well, we'll yeah. see what happens. But anyway, um, that's how we do that's it, Gaz. The uh, that's the gear. That's how it rolls. Episode 364. Although Thanks to you. People say, what do they said? We've got all the gear and no idea. Is that what they've said? Or? I don't know who said that. <laughs> if they did, I blocked them. No, no, they haven't said that. That's just me saying that. <laughs> people said that to me on the golf course. Um, we'll be back in uh, in full swing. We've got a couple of weeks, I think a couple of episodes in between my holiday and yours. Yep. Um, and I think we should definitely put a West Wing episode in the can. Absolutely. Uh, for your holiday. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading Two Blokes Talking Tech. Uh, send us your feedback. Ziggy Zaggy, the hashtag on Twitter, at Trevor Long, at Stephen Fennick. Uh, leave a rating and review on iTunes. It's always appreciated. And we'll be back soon. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick.